Better work presentations are possible. They're called Canva presentations. You can supercharge your work decks with Canva presentations. Sounds like I know what I'm talking about. Just start with a prompt and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides in seconds or with a stunning template and add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from their massive media library. You save time and you wow your audience. Mm -hmm. I have never made one of these presentations and I never will, but there's a reason why Canva (laughs) is used by 90% of the Fortune 500 companies. 90%. That's a lot of percent. Yeah, let's get it to 100%, guys. Come on. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations by heading to canva.com. Designed for work. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, you know you personalize your entire day. That's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. That's a lot of Bs. Yeah. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. That's important. You want an affordable price. Yeah, I do want one. Yeah, if it's too much, well, that's just not going to happen. No. (laughs) State Farm's on it. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. I'm lowering my voice. Mm, Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hey, Kelvin, say hi to Conan and Sona. Hi. Hey, Kelvin, how are you? Hi. Hi, Sona. Hi. Kelvin, uh, nice to meet you. Yeah, absolutely. Pleasure to be here. Uh, Where are you right now, sir? I am calling you from Hay River, Northwest Territories, uh, which is like way up in the Canadian far north, like close to the Arctic, basically. Wow. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. Okay. Uh, uh, So central... Uh, give me a uh, give me a longitude here. What? <laughs> are we are Alaska. we ta- Alaska? Okay, wow. so, so you're up near towards the west. Uh, yeah, so it's like oh wait, longitude. Which one is the horizontal and which is the vertical? I'm not good at my nautical. I charts. think longitude is longitude. the long one, right? Yeah, no, longitude is this. Oh. Longitude, longitude is up, up and down. Up and down, and then latitude is the cross. I never said okay. I knew what I was talking about. Uh, hey, uh, Kelvin, could you excuse us for about 40 minutes? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, okay, we really iron out one of the basic principles of uh, geographical navigation. You know, I was no, I was just curious if, like, I know that you're you're very far north, uh, but I was just trying to figure out. You know, uh, where are you? Are you in central, you know, Canada? Which region? Yeah, okay. So, so, so north of Montana. Yes, and east of Alaska. Oh, longitude. Kind of, yeah. Oh. This this is why people tune in for this podcast, right? It's the in depth discussion. <laughs> <of> longitude, longitude. <laughs> um, well, that's what it, it's like. Sesame Street. Every day, there's a there's a theme. Today is the letter uh, M, and then we're also doing longitude and latitude, and then a thing Far north. Of, and then a thing about stranger danger towards the end. But we'll get to that. Uh, so, so Kelvin, that's cool. So you're you're I mean, you're quite. Uh, tell me about this town. How remote is this town that you're in? Is it Hay River? Is that what you said? Yeah, Hay River. So Hay River. This is where I was born and raised, mm-hmm. um, and it is so so Northwest Territories. That's like the area that I live in. It is twice the size of Texas. 
and it has 40,000 people. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> so if you want to high five someone, it takes you like six hours to just find anybody. Right. <laughs> yeah. Usually not worth it. You, you, you ever, ever randomly see people going through the woods with their hand up for a high five and they're just they've been walking for nine hours to high five anybody. <laughs> That's yeah, and it's just so exciting and satiating to actually get that high five. You're like, oh, that was. Uh, so, so, so what's in town? Like, okay, you're in town. You want to do something fun. What are your possibilities? You're in Hay River. You want to get crazy. What are the, what are the options? Yeah, I mean, like it's still a town. It's it's not as if people are spread out, you know, like like you know, four kilometers away. Like right. there's four thousand people who live here. Oh, if we're gonna use metric, like, then uh, I'm, I may have to cut this interview short. Uh, okay, right. I'm so, sorry. I, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, I'm rapidly losing patience with you. Okay, so four. But what you're saying is so that people are. Uh, yeah, it's a town. I understand it's a town. So there's a convenience store. Is there fast food restaurants? Are there things like that? Well, so when I grew up, I wish that there was fast food restaurants. So like when you're 12, all that you really want to do is just like be a normal kid and like mm -hmm. go to McDonald's or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if you wanted to go to McDonald's, it would be a five hour drive. No. Wait, five hours to get to a McDonald's? Pass. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I, the McNuggets uh, with the sweet and sour sauce. Yeah. No, I'm saying I don't, I, I want it to be like a minute away. No, I know, but hours. I would still make, it's about you making the, that. your generation doesn't make the effort. My generation knows that a five hour drive to McDonald's is nothing compared <laughs> to what some people have to go through. Um, Actually, my, my friends and I, we didn't do the five-hour drive, but we drove three hours once to go to a Quiznos and to go to a Boston Pizza when we were in grade 12. And oh so my, was wow. I'm sorry. Those are not good chains. No. I'm sorry. You know, if I'm faced with a choice between three hours to get to the Quiznos or five hours to get to the McDonald's, I think I'm doing yeah. the extra two hours. Yeah. But yeah. What, if, what if Quiznos is a sponsor of this podcast? Then I'm going to Quiznos. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to enjoy some of the best food that I've ever had in my life. Food. We don't okay, have so, any so major I got to be very broad here because I, I, it's not like I've dropped in on a quiz no slightly, but um, food uh, that can be digested and then excreted uh, later, that's what I'm going to enjoy at Quiznos. Oh, come on. Oh. Just trying to be as vague as possible. Uh, now, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna be bold here, but people don't come to Northwest Territories for the Quiznos and the McDonald's. They come here for the wilderness. That's what I will say. What oh, about you the just, Taco Bell? Yeah. You got well, eight Taco Bells in the town. <laughs> all the Taco no. Bells are in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> Why, if you go seventy kilometers out through those dark woods, you'll hit a. <laughs> you hit a Taco Bell. No, well, tell us about it. it. Must be absolutely stunningly beautiful when you walk into the woods there. Yeah, it is. And so, um, um, this whole area is the traditional territory of my ancestors as a Dene person of the Northwest Territories. And so, my peeps have been up here for about fifteen thousand years. Wow! You know, wow. Like out in the woods. Yeah. Uh, okay, and so say so yeah, it's the, this is the Dene people. Is that what you said? Yeah, the Dene. I, I am a proud Dene man, and um, very cool. And uh, tell me about the history of the Dene people. I'm curious. Yeah, so um, it's kind of a large group. It, it, like a lot of people know the Inuit, which are sort of like the folks that are way up in the high Arctic. Yes. And so we're the next ones down. Uh -huh. So we're the ones that would like we would go back and forth between the tundra, so like the barren lands following the caribou. So you'd go up to the, like, you know, the, in the summer, up to the barren lands, and then back into the forest. Um, and they were just like tough, 
badass people, of which I'm very proud to be. That's so uh, cool. You know, and, but you yeah. said, follow me the caribou. You were hunting them. You weren't just following them. <laughs> Stalking. Hunt, yes. You know, because there was a lot of, obsessed. there were a lot of complaints that it's just like, <laughs> I swear to God, uh, <laughs> the Dene are just uh, creeping on the caribou. The caribou are just trying to chill. And, uh, you know. This is the stranger danger element. Exactly. Of this yeah. The Dene were always sliding into the caribou DMs. Oh my God. Oh. It was oh, just incredibly. Oh my God. It was like, oh, hey. It's a weird, weird way of looking at it. <laughs> uh, okay. No, that's so cool. So, that, so, okay. So um, you were, uh, your your ancestors and your people uh, would live off the caribou and have to follow them for incredible distances. I'm, I'm, I'm latitude yeah, and they, longitude. They were tough. Right. Way tougher than any of us here. Like, so for example, there's like white explorers that have like journaled in the 1700s of like following these people around. And the accounts would be like the, you know, the white British guy would be like, we haven't eaten in four days and the mood is low and we are fatigued. But the Dene, they're just like skipping and jumping and like, you know, <laughs> gossiping about who's got a crush on who. Just right, like, right, the right. These, uh, these, these white chroniclers are saying things like it's, Six hours to a McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. This is so unheard of. And when we got there and the sign said over two served. Um, wow. Uh, this is, uh, okay, so that's so cool. Are there, so the Dene population uh, is quite high in your area. Would you say that when you do high five someone, it, chances are it's someone in, uh, also a, a Dene ancestor or some part of the Dene tribe? I think it's about half and half in, in of the 40,000. There's like half and half, like 2020. Mm -hmm. um, right. But uh, just yeah, don't, just I, don't I, let I, the, I, don't let the Irish in. They ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying. There's a sign at the border. That Trust no me, Irish. no, no Irish person would blame you. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, well, Okay, go ahead. You'll need to come up just given that, you know, you've been to all, you've done these Conan the borders, but typically you go to these like, you know, really boring, warm places. I think mm -hmm. that you need to come up oh, and get yeah. a little frosty sometime. Definitely. You know what I have? I mean, I have explored, uh, I did, I do, I did explore Greenland mm -hmm. and uh, I explored Finland, but you're right. I think, uh, I think coming up to uh, the name of your town again is, is uh, Hay, River. Hay, River. Hay River. Hay River. Yeah. Hay River. yeah. Yellow, Yellow Knife might be the place that more people know. There's lots of tourism. Like everybody comes here for like to view the Northern Lights. It's like Ooh. this big booming oh, tourism industry. Cool. Yeah. And so like a lot of Asian tourists, specifically like Chinese, uh, Japanese, Korean, like not too many Americans are Canadians. They, the, the Asian folks, they come up here and they'll Aurora hunt. So there's all these tourism outfits where you, you pack in like 20 people into a van and you'll bomb around the back roads of like Yellowknife and Northwest Territories trying to find the best spot to see the Northern Lights. Oh, I want to oh, do that. I do too. I just don't think they should be taking a van. I think it should be hiking. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, as you probably could guess, I'm a real outdoorsman. <laughs> um, and uh, no, no, I, I like to strap on a pair of boots and get out there. Let my legs do the talking. And I like to see huh. the world. What's this? Well, I just, uh, I just don't know if you've, captured the lingo. Yeah, outdoorsman barely came out of your mouth. It's like you had to vomit it out. Yeah. It's the second time I've said it in my life. <laughs> uh, which makes the first my... one was to say, I am not an outdoorsman. <laughs> I, sir, okay. am no outdoorsman. <laughs> I yeah, let's, said. Let's, 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 
let's compare you to 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 a real outdoorsman. All right, so we'll 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 we'll, we'll see. Nice. So so my yeah. great grandpa, mm-hmm. um, he was a Dene man, and mm-hmm. what he would do is in the wintertime, he would dog sled out to the tundra, like the middle of nowhere, by himself with his dog team, and he would trap white foxes all winter, mm-hmm. as you do. Um, now he was out there by himself, and there was once like he kind of took a tumble on a ridge, and he gashed his leg, and it started to gangrene. And so he cut his own leg off. Oh. Okay, well, here's what. Wow. I tumble a lot. I fall a lot. So that part, I'm totally right there with your ancestor. You know, I've- Yeah, so I've, you'd fall. I fell this morning three times and I was in a sitting position. So um, I'm not at all intimidated by that. But so he cut his own leg off. I don't think I would do that. Oh, that's cool. I don't think I would do that. I mean, it's that. not cool. I meant, I mean, I might, it's cool. You know what I would do, Sona? I would ask you to cut my leg off. I would, I, I would do that for you. I'll do that right now. <laughs> You would do that rather than remove a Band-Aid on my calf. You'd say, I'll just chop the whole thing off. No, no, I'm, it's just a slight scratch. Wow, okay, so so I'm, this has got to be in your genetic code. You've got to be a tough guy. You really do. You, it's, there's no way yeah, you're not. Well, I don't think I would cut my own leg off, but like he did go back to the woods the next year and just kept living off the land like Jeez. with his wooden leg. But I don't do that. However, I do like to disappear just into the woods now and again and like just spend a week out there by myself or more. And that's actually one of my favorite things to do. What? Are you pretty good at, um, you know, uh, keeping track of your whereabouts? Are you good at navigating and things like that in, in the woods? Yeah. I'm guessing there's no trails, so you want to be careful, right? Yeah, I like I like being on the river. So like I like having a canoe and like my pack kind of thing and then like, you know, like portaging between spots. That's probably when I'm at my happiest. Oh, like I gotta say, on my back and like, I hate portaging. Really, uh, I love portaging. I hate portaging. I'm, I'm dying to know what it means. What oh, is what, it? Okay. Portaging is uh, when I was in uh, this. I went to a, <laughs> many camps. My parents were very eager to get me away, so they sent me off to these um, sort of rigorous camps where you would go on these long journeys. And uh, portaging is when you get to a place where the river becomes impassable, so unpassable. So you take the, you and two other people usually take the canoe. Or by yourself. Or, or you can do it by yourself. By yourself. And you <laughs> haul the canoe over land at great distances oh. to get to the next place where you can put it in water. And I remember oh. hating portaging. And when you read Lewis and Clark's uh, diaries, they had to portage a lot because they're exploring uh, you know, these, uh, t- to them, completely unknown parts of the United States, uh, Thomas Jefferson sent them out there to find out what was there. And Jefferson actually thought they're going to see Mastodon. He thought there were going to be woolly mammoths oh out there. God. People had no idea what they were going to find and sent them out there. But every time they got to the portaging, it just sounded awful. How can you explore with a canoe on your head? You well, can't you see. cut holes through oh. the yeah. <laughs> no. You just you, cut holes through the little sight holes through the you canoe. Can't do that? Yeah, you do. I cut holes all the time. <laughs> oh. I, oh, camp counselors hated me because I was always cutting a hole, <laughs> little holes, eye holes through the canoe. Anyway, I took us on a long, um, I think, informative discussion. Well, I think we learned what yeah. portaging is, I and we did. learned a little bit about um, one of the great uh, explorations. So where else can you go surfing and skiing the same day, huh? I don't know. Or check out a world-class art museum and then camp at a dark sky sanctuary that night, huh? Yeah. Yeah, where else can you hike through Redwoods and then get a luxury spa treatment? Where? Well, you live there, California. (laughs) 
California Sona. No matter where California. you go across the state, you'll find a way to play. I'm a California resident. So are you. Sona, you are a lifelong California resident. I'm a lifer. I love this place. This is a beautiful state. Gorgeous. So many different, wonderful ecosystems in one state. You can hang out by a Palm Springs pool. You know, you can go whale watching. You can go hiking in Yosemite. And then uh, talk about the great cities in California. You get all this amazing food, sushi, whatever you want. They got it in California. Hey, if you can't find it in California, man, you got a problem. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. I made that up on my own. Anyway, I love California. Discover why California is the ultimate playground. Head to visitcalifornia.com to start planning your trip today. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. This has meaning for me, okay? Because I grew up as a child obsessed. My brothers and I were obsessed with sugar cereals. We loved Cap'n Crunch. And then when they came out with Cap'n Crunch and Crunch Berries, oh. I just, it was like Oppenheimer. <laughs> I saw a white light and I knew that life had changed forever. And true story, I was just back in Boston visiting my brother, Neil. And not kidding, he is two years older than me. We are grown-ass adults. What do we do? We sit down at our kitchen table in Brookline, Mass., and we both crack open a box of Captain Crunch with Crunch oh Berries. Oh my God. And we had it together, multiple bowls. And I was so happy. Oh, it's nice that you have that. It really is. Break away from the ordinary with Captain Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but I've got to tell you, it's just such a sense memory for me. Not just original Captain Crunch, which is great. Then, oops, all berries yeah, they came up with. I remember that. Usually I don't eat foods that have oops in the title. <laughs> But when they came up with Oops All Berries, I was there. Peanut butter. Oh, my God. Peanut butter crunch is fantastic. It turns the milk into this cool peanut butter milk. I love it. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. That's a word now. Buy Captain Crunch's new Cinnamon Crunch now at a retailer near you and learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. Neil, we made it! <laughs> Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is sponsored by ADT, introducing ADT Self Setup, featuring everything from motion sensors to Google Nest Cam and the Nest Doorbell with a battery or wired option. Your choice. Easily install the ADT Self Setup security system at your convenience. You don't need heavy-duty tools. And if you do need help, ADT can provide virtual assistance along the way. Self Setup from ADT grows, moves, and adapts as your needs change. You can add more products at any time, and your system easily moves wherever life takes you. It also features Nest Cams that can tell the difference between a person, an animal, a vehicle, or with the Nest doorbell, even a package. These things are getting so smart. Plus, when every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. You can view video of an alarm event and verify or cancel an alarm with just one quick tap. Now, everyone can get trusted security from ADT installed your way with no long-term contracts. When the most trusted name in home security as the intelligence of Google, well, <laughs> you've got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google, Nest Cam, Nest Doorbell, and Nest Aware are all trademarks of Google LLC. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
Sounds pretty good, huh? Doesn't it, Sona? I, I like that. Yeah, you like it. This means you can earn on what you want, like trying out the new workout class mm. and uh, 2% cash rewards and what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. You're always asking about a foam roller. Yeah, I love to work out. And use a foam roller. And That's the beauty. Foam it up. That's foam it up. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. I don't know where they come up with these things. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Calvin, I actually have it in my notes that you came back in from a moose hunt just to do this interview. Is that right? Yeah. So yesterday I woke up like on the side of a river in the Canadian wilderness. And tomorrow morning, I'm probably going to wake up in a tent on the side of a river in the Canadian wilderness. I I popped in just to say hi. (laughs) Okay. And uh, wow. Were you, do you, do you hunt? Do you hunt the, the fierce moose? Yes, I do. Now I will say there's like, there's like, you know, shitty hunters out there that just try to get like, you know, a rhinoceros on their wall or whatever. That's not what we do. We do it the care, like respectful way. And it's about feeding your family and culture and tradition. So yeah, absolutely. What's your weapon when you hunt? Bazooka. A rifle. Right. Okay. Is it cool to use a grenade? I don't know. Oh, you I would mean, it's, not it's cool. I'd like to the, blow up a you moose. You would not last in the I would. Woods. If I saw a moose, I'd be like, you know, they're a grenade! And I would throw it. <laughs> Fire uh, the hole. Yeah, the and then you just see antler, antlers raining down. Uh, so, um, there aren't antlers. Yes, yeah, there are. Moose, giant, moose giant. have antlers. Oh, sorry, Sona. Yeah, I didn't mean to. Uh, Sona's really up on wildlife. I'm sorry Oh, I'm, oh yeah, because you're an expert on wildlife. The, the fierce woods. moose. I've battled a moose you're in my the, day. You're the one who asked if moose have antlers. Guys, guys, Everyone knows they do. You're bumming my portage. Okay, just, uh. just chill out. <laughs> right. God. Um, well, that's that's very cool. I would love to go moose hunting with you because no. I, yeah. I, oh, come on. You think I'd be a fun guy to have along. I'm a chipper chappy. Okay, so here, here's down. what I think. I, okay. I, I feel like, and respectfully, Conan, I feel like Uh-oh, this isn't going to, we all know this isn't going well. I love it. Respectfully. Okay. Respectfully. Uh-huh. I feel like camping with you would be intolerable. Yes. That's my, this Why? Is my guess. Just say it. I can take it. Say. You should try podcasting well, you just, with You them. know, you just don't take anything seriously. Like everything would just be a joke. You wouldn't be able to get yep. anything done. You'd yep. be making fun of everybody. You, yep. People would just want to push you in the river. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. So far you've now, got everything right, but I think that leads up to a fun time. Where, what's the problem with everything you just listed? As long as someone else is keeping us alive, providing food and doing all the work, I think I'm just a lot of fun to have along. Hey man, Sony, you want to go camping sometime? Yes! Yeah! Okay. Matt will be much more useful to you than I will, but <laughs> that's not true. I think you will. No, you will. I think you're okay. Okay, so so here here's what I think though. Here's what I think. I okay. think Conan yes. inside you that there's an animalistic version of you. There is. It's going to take being like pushed up against the wall, like you know, a plane crash in the wilderness where you have to fend for yourself. Yeah. Or something will just like crack. Oh, I, that, I mean, like, you've seen like, it, Sona, right? You've been around me when the chips are down. I have. Uh, when you've gotten rugged? Well, I didn't say rugged, but oh. I, when pushed to the edge, uh, yes, I have Viking like abilities. I think Kelvin's saying, though, like the key there is something snaps and you become feral. Yeah. Like you yes, go off into right. the woods yeah. and you come like back bloodthirsty, wearing carnal, a loincloth, like, nothing else. Yeah. 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 And it's not even in the right place. I, I think I should go on the show naked and afraid. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh no, you don't think well, so? I think I mean, so. Just, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Yeah. yeah. I just. I'm in. I think the clown part of you would t- overtake the like. Sur- I need to survive part of you. I think you would die joking. Yes, I would. <laughs> I, I do think that I. Your autobiography. I, no, I, seriously, I would. I think that is a problem. I think I'm an evolutionary dead end. <laughs> I think I'm not meant to survive because junk DNA. Because when the chips really got down, Kelvin, and we were both trapped there and we were starving, you would finally reach deep down into your proud heritage, your DNA heritage, and you would go out and you would make something happen. And I would take little pieces of rocks and twigs and create a scenario, a silly scenario. (laughs) And I would um, have the rock be sort of passive aggressive to the twig and the twig hit the rock. And I'd be giggling as I died. Yeah. But the animals around me would be amused. Yeah. So on on, on this, the between cutting your own leg off to stunning endorsement or like curl up and die, you're you're further to the just curl up and die. You would take your gangrene leg if it were you and you would make jokes with it. And then you would, you would die. Right. You'd find my skeleton later on, but you'd see that there was a, I had a grinning smile, you know, because I had giggled my way into the afterlife. You would be dead as a skeleton and then there'd be a rubber chicken skeleton next to you. Yeah. Oh God. I, uh, I'm always like a little, you know, for when society collapses, which, you know, who knows when that could happen Two like weeks. to always kind of be prepared who yeah. your crew is, like yep. who you're going to disappear in the woods with. And so I feel very confident that when that happens, I can just wander. But like, I feel like all y'all in LA are pretty fucked. We just, are. It's gonna oh, oh yeah. Well, here's Kelvin. Do you ever listen to the podcast when you're in the wilderness, like you're way out there on your own and clearly you, you must be a fan if you've reached out to us. Do you, do you ever, when you're just far, far away in the beauty of nature, Listen to the podcast? No. Oh. <laughs> I see. Did you want him to say yes? <laughs> yeah, I did. Wasn't Which it one? nice that he unplugs and he goes out yeah. there and appreciates? No, he listens no. to other yeah, podcasts no, out there. No, can no, you, like, can don't you get at me least, wrong. Like, can you tell my me? My whole life is just could, being if in you the could, woods. If you, you know? could tell me that you just listen to the ads, that would help me a lot. With uh, Oh, yeah, the ads for sure. Those there you go. Okay, great. All right, I'm doing that. Adam Sachs is happy. So you don't listen to the podcast? single episode. You don't listen to the podcast? single episode. Oh, oh, great. Oh, good. Yeah, but just 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 not in the woods. And and actually, so like as a Denny kid growing up, I was such a huge fan of your show, but it would be, you know, all the celebrities who appear on the show, they would never be people like me, okay. right? like indigenous folks. And yeah. so it's like, it's a huge honor to be able to be here and just be able to talk to you, to be like, well, hey, yeah, yeah, like we're like inserting more indigeneity uh, into the world. And I think that that's what we Kelvin, need. the honor is ours, yes. seriously. Yes. And uh, I seriously would love to come and, and check out your neck of the woods and, uh, and, and walk around with you. That'd be really fun. Yeah, as long my as, goal is out. As long as we brought 900 pounds of food with us. Yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, if, if Gorley yeah. followed us, <laughs> Gorley followed right behind us as we were trekking in a, a Chevy Suburban. It was just <laughs> packed with ring dings, yodels, <laughs> energy drinks, um, you know, then we, and, and laptops, then I'm fine. My, my goal will be is uh, I'm, 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 I'd love, because I work in media as well too. It's not just the woods that I disappear into, but- <laughs> Um, at some point I'm, I want to work my way up. And so I want to like, like, like elbow everybody else out of the way. Who's a fan and try to get to the real show. That'll be one of my goals. In life. So I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming for you, Conan. I gotta get I'm going to be one of those celebrities. I'll get back on television. <laughs> yeah. Do just that. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Just for, no, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Just for that. Yeah. I agree. I would like that. I would like that. Well, you're, so I, you're very, I mean, he's though, a, you're a very telegenic fellow as you well, are. Kelvin. Yeah, yeah. You're a very good, yeah. good looking fellow. Uh, yep. So um, yes, uh, you know, I, I think I, definitely I, you should just take my job. 
I've been told a lot of my life that I look like various celebrities, even though I'm like from the sticks. Wherever I go around the world, people say like, you look like this celebrity or that celebrity. Uh, I can see that. I can see that. you got a little bit of, uh, who, do you, who do you get a lot? Because I could see there's different people. Um, the, the celebrity who follows me around, who is like this, this <laughs> constant presence in my life mm-hmm. is Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yes. I can yeah. see that. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. You've got the similar That's smile hard, yes. to, to Ryan yeah. Reynolds. Yes. Yeah. I For can the past see that. 15 years, like every, every month, several times, just like strangers will like stop me and they'll be like, you know who you remind me of? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Um, I'll be at the grocery store or like, uh, uh, in a, like in an intimate situation, like in, right. in, after oh. intimacy, after, after in, in, inter, intercourse, you mean post right. bone? Uh, well, we, intimacy. we okay. call it the, we call it the post bone <laughs> zone. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Let's okay. just yeah, use yeah. the correct terminology. Oh my God. Okay. Uh huh. So you're in that uh, so situation yeah. and what happens after a wet nap? So, so, so uh, whether it's the grocery store or after <sighs> intimacy, I've heard this statement so many times. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know who you remind me of? Oh. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, wait. So you've been in that in, intimate uh, moment <laughs> with uh, a, a, a person, and then they say that afterwards. But that implies yeah, that they've been with Ryan Reynolds, you know, and they're comparing you. Like it's not just your oh, face. Oh, that's interesting. It's yeah, your it's your different. moves. You know. Oh. I'm told. <laughs> oh God. I'm told in those intimate <laughs> moments afterwards <laughs> that I look like Kate Blanchett. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I'm suddenly attracted that's to you. A yeah. That's a compliment. It was. Bad. I was yeah. expecting. This like, is when I was dating did. years ago. They would say, wow, this was, that was like uh, Kate Blanchett. And really? Was, yeah. Incredible. Hey, would you guys excuse the two of us for a second? Um, Why? Because I want to get with Kate Blanchett. <laughs> okay. All right. Listen, uh, Kelvin, I apologize. Uh, I feel you tried to elevate the podcast by teaching us about your, your very cool uh, history and your town and, you know, really telling us uh, all about the Dene people. And then Look where we are now. Well, yeah. he's he's the one that brought up naked Brian Reynolds, all, yeah. all covered in it. Okay, uh, you said wet nap. Kelvin I'm still stuck on wet nap. Kelvin, I'm gonna find yeah. you. I'll find you, and we'll hang, and it'll be a good time. Yeah, that'd be okay. awesome. We'll go dog sledding. We'll. Uh, uh, you know, you know what? I That's have. Cool. I have gone dog sledding. I did it uh, in. Um, uh, what did I do? I did it up near the Arctic Circle in Finland. I, wow. I rode a dog sled. So. Been there, done that, but I'm ready to do it again. There's many things you don't know about me. And I've killed several people. But you have to do it off camera. No. You can't be filmed. I don't exist off camera. Okay. Yeah. If, uh, if Conan falls in the forest I mean, and there's no one there to record yeah, you know it what? and put it on YouTube, did he really fall? <laughs> so. I, th- I think it'd be fun. It'd be fun to get to know like the like me and you just out in the woods. Like, no, no. You don't want to know the real me. It's a horror show. Oh, okay. okay. Trust me. Everybody. This guy's coming, not the real me. <laughs> All right. Hey, Kelvin, very cool talking to you. Hey, uh, were, were we going to do the questions? Oh, oh, oh sure. Do? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. You can. I mean, sure. we've, we've got, sure, we have some time. Go ahead. Um, okay. So one of the things I was curious about, I spent a lot of time just going out alone in the woods. Mm-hmm. And oh, we've we heard about that. About yeah. <laughs> just, so I'd be curious of the three of you, if you, y'all were like alone like whether on that TV show you ever seen alone, like yeah, yeah. or off in the woods, or in like I don't know, there's like a plane crash and it's just you alone in the woods. Which of the three of you do you think would uh, survive the longest? Matt. Um, I was going to say Matt too. Oh, I don't know though. I think mental fortitude. No, no, I think you would. I think you're very, uh, you're you're crafty. I mean, you're very good at making things. I think you have real uh, knowledge of. Um, maybe how to start a fire, how to build a birdhouse out of twigs. Um, that'll, that'll get me through. No, no, I, I do think, <laughs> I, I, I think of 
the three of us, uh, you would, I, I'm a you persona would, completely. Would but I, I, I think my mental fortitude would be missing cozy comfort and I might the, crack. Mm. No, no, you wouldn't crack. No, I don't no, think no. you would. If you had to survive, I think it would be you, then you, then I would die instantly. No. Yeah, yeah, you'd take mm. your own life instantly. No, Even I if think- you were like, if you had wandered five minutes into a fairly populated park. <laughs> Uh, you know, and we're uh, talking nuts, bear that, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, had, yeah, and they, it's clearly you can see Ferris wheels above the tree line and um, hear other people, but you just quickly become despondent and take your own life. Yeah, okay, that makes so, sense. Yeah, but it's Gorley. So Gorley's the winner. If you had to, if you had to make your way back into town, what would be your motivation in order to get out? Like, if you're just in the middle oh. of the woods, would you have the motivation to do so? Like, would it be like your family? Would that be yeah. enough to get oh, you to like yeah. family? The woods? Yeah, no, not oh, family. Oh, oh well, you are, you're raising small children. My children are older now, and they don't like me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they've seen my work, so no, it wouldn't be family. It would be I've got to get back and talk to my business manager. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. But what if there was like a show you had next week and it was sold out, and you're like, I gotta get to that. Oh no, screw those people. If as long as the <laughs> as long as the money's already been collected, um, screw them. Okay, right. You know, and but and then it becomes a memorial that show. So if I don't make it back uh-huh. and those things do really well, <laughs> we sell, you sell a lot of merch when you've passed away. Oh, so I've given this a lot of thought. True. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, Kelvin, we're going to wrap this up, but thank you so much. This was very cool. Yeah, thanks, Kelvin. thanks Kelvin. Thanks uh, Kelvin. Huge um, privilege to talk to all of you. Honestly, dream come true. It means a lot to be a Dene kid, to be able to talk to all y'all. That's very, uh, cool. very cool to talk to you. Thanks Kelvin. Thanks, thank Kelvin. you, Kelvin. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. That was so nice. Conan O'Brien Needs a Fan with Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solateroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Beckton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Stitcher.